who made the team and who's going to have to sweat it out. I'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So in today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how Matthew Phillips made the team. How did he do that? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about a name that is familiar to the Capitals. And if you're a longtime fan of the team, you've heard of him, Lucas Johansson. He will be on the roster as well. But just to get it going here, we will talk about what we're going to call paper transactions. Yes, there was some movement today, as we know that the rosters had to be turned in by 5 p.m. Eastern, and they were. Uh, but uh, Spencer Carberry only kind of let out a couple of players that he said are going to be on the team for sure. And then there's some kind of cryptic moves, or I'm going to just say they're paper transactions. I don't think they're that cryptic, but if you're not, uh, you know, someone that follows this team, there was a lot of people going, well, what's going on? I thought those guys were going to be on the team. I see that Connor McMichael is going to get loaned to Hershey. What was that all about? Listen, it's all about cap compliance. It's about LTIR. It's about those kind of things. There is still going to be some changes between now and when the final roster is announced on Wednesday. So what you see on paper and what people are talking about, I would say that most of that is true. Uh, There might be a couple surprises. I don't think too many surprises, but just what you know right now uh, necessarily isn't actuality. And I do think that a player like Connor McMichael is going to be on the team. Uh, But two names uh, they did make official today for sure, for sure. Uh, is Matthew Phillips, who we know came to this team from the Calgary Wranglers of the Calgary uh, Flames organization, and Lucas Johansson. And I'll talk about both of those players a little bit more in depth later in the show and what that means for those players and as how, why Capitals fans, you should be really excited for those moves. Uh, but that was the big thing there. Uh, and uh, Spencer Carberry announced both of those at practice today. Um, And a special moment for both of those players is they're both younger players uh, that are finally getting their big break. They've had breaks before, but, you know, in case of Lucas Johansson and Matthew Phillips, this is probably one of the bigger breaks that they've had uh, thus far. Washington is spending the next days in Easton, Maryland on a team bonding trip. 
uh, that will just involve, you know, golf and that kind of thing, you know, having meals together, talking about that. Uh, then the team returns for practice and opens up the season on Friday against the Pens. Could you ask for anything more than that? No. And I think the bonding trip is a good thing for the Capitals, especially since it is not the same players that it's been every year. Um, I think there's more change on this team than there has been in some time. And I think that, you know, what great moment it is for a young guy to, you know, play golf or have dinner with the likes of Alex Ovechkin, Nick Backstrom, TJ Oshie, uh, to just feel like you're a part of the team. That even though I'm a rookie on this team and, you know, I'm just starting out my NHL journey, I'm sitting at the same table and I'm having a conversation who, with a guy who's at some point going to be the greatest goal scorer of all time, or I'm playing golf with him or whatever the case is. You know, I, I think that those are key things for this team. And you see more on the NHL that weren't necessarily the case many years ago. So a good move there. As we do know, the Caps roster uh, was submitted today by a 5 p.m. And we know who it's going to be. And then the other movement is that Washington placed Max Patch already on the long-term injured reserve. Uh, he will miss at least 10 games uh, to open the season and Joel Edmondson on the injured reserve as well. Listen, those are no surprises. I guess the Joel Edmondson thing is a little bit. We found about that later when he got injured uh, during the preseason here, but Max Patch ready. We know that he had issues. We know that he had those Achilles issues the last two years. And ultimately, that is why the Capitals got Max Patch ready on the cheap. There's no way that they would have got a guy that has scored 30 goals six times in his career for $2 million plus $2 million in incentives. It just would not be the case. They got him because, you know, there's a risk involved, and that's why they got him on the cheap. I do think he's going to come in at some point and really help out this team. But again, if you're an everydayer, you know, I've spoke about this on other shows is that he's going to have to earn his spot. It's not automatically, you know, Connor McMichael or, you know, some other player, this new player on the team, you're going to have to sit down. It's not going to be the case. He is going to have to earn his spot back on this team as well. Um, just because if there is some player that's playing that great, are you really going to sit him because you have a guy that potentially could be great. Um, so it's going to be an interesting thing. The same thing goes for Joel Edmondson, to be honest with you. If, you know, Lucas Johansson and whoever the other defenseman that they choose is on the team, uh, Hardy Hominock tell most likely, um, then they're going to have to, to earn their spot as well. Joel Edmondson is that, you know, he's not, before he just kind of skates in and goes, well, thanks guys for filling in in my absence. Oh, no. No, 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 no. You're going to have to earn your spot on this team. Uh, he probably will do that, but, uh, uh, and one of those guys will get that's on the roster now will be relegated to the seventh defenseman. It's unfortunate, but that's how it's going to work out. But it's going to be a tough thing. But I, that is my belief is that is they're not going to just give those guys their their jobs that you know they never really had in the first place. They're brand new to this team. It's not like it's an Alex Ovechkin or you know some prominent name on this team, player on this team that that was missing time. They're going to have to earn their spot as they should. You know nothing should be given away. Uh, that is my assessment here. Uh, Connor McMichael, Alexi Protus, and Hardy Hamid Octel to the AHL's Hershey Bears. That was what I was talking about off the top of the show. The whole Twitter sphere for all caps hashtag on Twitter just blew up. What is going on? I thought Connor McMichael, I thought Alexi Protus and Hardy Hominoctel were going to be on this team. What's going on? 
paper transactions is what they're called. Uh, they also recalled Riley Sutter from the Hershey Bears. Uh, an interesting thing and, you know, a bit of a sad thing, I guess, for me. Again, I know it's important not to have favorites, but I do. I'm just going to have to get over it. Is that Ivan Mirshnashenko appears not to be uh, on the team this year. He did not skate uh, on Monday. Uh, he will most likely be playing with Hershey this year. That's okay. He needs to work on his game. And in all fairness, I'm going to be objective here and I'm going to be honest and, and transparent is that Matthew Phillips played better um, and that that is ultimately why he is on the team and he played that much better. Um, so that's what what he is why he's deserving of that. Another odd man out is Anthony Mantha. The plot thickens a little bit more for him as I saw the uh, lineup for the game today. He was an extra. So I kind of see that that is where he is going to be this year. They are paying Anthony Mantha a substantial amount of money to be a healthy scratch. Now, what is one of the things we know about this team as they have faced a lot of injuries uh, last year in particular that they'll probably need to call on Anthony Mantha at some point. And they have a guy that, you know, on paper should be pretty good. Uh, we've seen glimpses of greatness from him, uh, and those glimpses are not enough, and ultimately why he is most likely going to start the team as a healthy scratch. But uh, Ivan Mirshnashenko, I just think he needs to clean up a couple things. Spencer Carberry has said as much. He needs to get more acclimated to the North American game. Let's let's be honest here. He will be on this team, I would say, as a call-up at some point during the season. And just because those players that I mentioned, I'm talking about Matthew Phillips, I'm talking about Lucas Johansson, and at some point, Connor McMichael, Protus, Hardy Hamanoctel, uh, Beck Malenstein, the other guys on the team, just because they break camp with the team does not mean that they're going to have a role on this team for the duration of the season. See Hendricks LaPierre, Connor McMichael, those kind of players in years before. Um, and I think that it's important for those players to remember that, that, you know, don't get too comfortable. You're still going to have to bring it if you want to get a sweater night in and night out. That's just the way that it goes. Uh, so it is a bit of a tough thing out there, like I said, the moves that were made out there were not an indicator of the opening night roster. Paper moves. Um, so that's the tough thing. McMichael Protus and Hardy Hamanoctel are expected to start the season with the Caps. So they will most likely be called up on Wednesday. So a collective sigh of relief for everyone that was really stressing over it because I, you know, again, if you checked out any Capitals feed, uh, there was a lot of people kind of up in arms that they could just not believe that that was happening. Uh, again, paper transactions, you can go ahead and settle down. It's going to be okay. All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about Lucas Johansson. Is this finally going to be his year? I mean, I know that Spencer Carberry said he's going to make the team, but will he be here all year? That is the question that we will talk about coming up. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all in great prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And one of the tough things is sometimes a big event, a concert, your favorite sports team is playing, and you need to find the tickets, but it's difficult. That is why you need Game Time. So... 
that's what you need to do is go over to game time and and get and take advantage of the offer take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and re- redeem code locked on nhl for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day make sure and subscribe or follow locked on capitals wherever you find your podcast and on youtube the start of the season is here and i've got you guys covered so subscribe or follow locked on capitals today all right in this next segment here we will talk about lucas johansson a blue liner that is familiar to most caps fans as we've seen him or heard about him after he was drafted how he was doing down in hershey how he really helped the Hershey Bears and their push for the Calder Cup and their subsequent win of the Calder Cup. Is this going to be his year? It does appear, as Spencer Cawberry has announced he will be on this team. However, like I talked about in the first segment, can he sustain a role through the duration of the season? I do think it's his year. He's just going to have to continue to bring it on a night-in, night-out basis. Listen, he was a first-round pick in 2016. It is 2023. That's been quite some time, and he is getting a little bit long in the tooth as far as hockey terms is concerned. He's 25 years old, but he's entering into this camp with more confidence and swagger than he has in previous years. And he's being propped up and feeling that way primarily with how he's played in Hershey. Uh, it's contagious, you know, that swagger that you get. I also talked about Connor McMichael and Beck Malenstein, these players that were down there, and they're like, yeah. I'm not just Connor McMichael. I'm Calder Cup winner Connor McMichael. And I think that, you know, to a certain extent, that confidence has served them well, as you've seen players that have kind of been meh in other years really kind of brought it. Take a look at Connor McMichael. Take a look at Lucas Johansson. Most people did not have Lucas circled as being on the team on the blue line. It was a name that was familiar to the organization, but a guy that just, it was never his time. Next year, no, next year is going to be his year. This is going to be his year at at last, you know, for now it is going to be, he's going to have to bring it. Uh, Johansson kind of knew that this was going to be uh, his uh, make or break season. And ultimately uh, that is why he put in the extra effort training uh, this past summer, because he knew that, you know, again, like I talked about, he was drafted in 2016. He's 25 years old. As far as hockey players, uh, you know, their age is concerned. He's getting up there. So he was going to have to make the most of it or potentially get picked up by another team or maybe consider where he wanted to go to college in the fall. Um, But those were the things that he was up against. Uh, And why he was able to, to make the most of this opportunity is he impressed the coaches on the team. Spencer Carberry and his assistants liked what they saw with Lucas Johansson, not just in camp, but in preseason games um, that he played that well. Uh, One of the other kind of, you know, things for him to look out for is he is prone 
to being injured, whether it was his fault or not. That's not what, you know, that really doesn't matter. Can he stay healthy and can he contribute and play consistently through the duration of the season? Those are going to be the keys to his success. It's those games. They were tough games and they're critical games. And it was really a lot of fun playing in them and winning, but was obviously a great experience for all of us, Johansson said, but just being in those critical moments, those high pressure situations, everyone would say on our team, it was just extremely valuable experience. I think a lot of guys that we were playing in those games have carried it over this year, which is great. Kind of what I talked about off the top. He said it, I said it earlier in the segment, uh, that there is a confidence. And, you know, I think that he had kind of a come to Jesus moment with all those long bus rides uh, with the Hershey Bears. As you know, normally the Capitals fly around in chartered jets. Uh, so I think that, you know, uh, to a certain extent, you get the taste of the limelight. You get the taste of, you know, uh, fancy meals and fancy hotels and chartered flights. And then it has to be quite a fall to go down to the AHL, which I understand is still professional hockey, but most of the time you're riding around a bus instead of flying around on a plane. And it's not quite the lavish lifestyle, whether it be by paycheck uh, or the hotel you're staying at. Your dream is always uh, to be in the NHL. And this is going to be his year. I think that he kind of came into this season with a chip on his shoulder, uh, you know, like a lot of these young guys, you know, not not a bad attitude. When I say chip on the shoulder, I don't mean like they came in and like, this is my job, get out of my way. What I meant is there was a determination that this was going to be their year. I'm going to put Connor McMichael in that same uh, category as well. Beck Malenstein and a lot of those guys uh, that they just, they learned a lot Uh, from the last season winning the Calder Cup. They overcame a lot of adversity uh, to win the Calder Cup. That is the highest prize you can get in the AHL, and they just don't give that out. And, uh, you know, when you talk about the AHL, some people are like, well, it's the AHL. It's not the NHL. Listen, it's not a bar league. It is one step down from the NHL. It's a legit league. Uh, And the fact that they were able to do that, they should have confidence from that. As you get older and you go through some things, you just get experience of what you need to do. And for me, it's more mental than anything. And just focusing on what I need to do and making sure that I put in my work every day, Johansson said, I think it sounds really cliche, but it's true. You really have to improve all the time, constantly. That was my focus. Just take it one day at a time. Go one and oh every game. Those are the keys to success. I do think that this is going to be the year for Connor McMichael. If you're an everyday, you know I talked about that all summer, that this was going to be the year for Connor McMichael. And now maybe you remember me saying that as I I mentioned it that way. Um, So I think that it is going to be his year. And then there's some players kind of on the outside looking in, you know, Hendrick Slop here looked good, but he's not quite there. So it isn't just, you know, a one size fits all that you help the Bears win the Calder Cup and everyone is along for the ride this year. Not the case. I do think that Hendricks Lop here potentially could get a call up at some point during the season, but just not quite there yet. Uh, but as far as uh, Lucas Johansson is concerned, he deserves it. He's put in his time. And I know it's not about putting in time. You could play down in the AHL for 20 years. And if you're garbage, you're always going to be garbage. What I'm saying is that he put in his time, he made the most of it, he learned, he's matured, he is ready for what's next. What's next is the Capitals on the blue line, 
hopefully helping them to a playoff and dare I say a Stanley Cup. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about another new cap, Matthew Phillips, who had quite a camp. He played very well. He popped off the page. What can we expect from him this season? I'll discuss next. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's been no better time than right now. And guys, sometimes if you're watching a game and you're not that into it, if you have a little bit of money on it, it makes it watching the game that much more exciting. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So another player that knows for sure that he's going to have a spot on this team is Matthew Phillips, a guy that came into camp unknown. I'm going to go ahead and make it a broad statement that a majority of Capitals fans were not aware of Matthew Phillips when he came into camp this year. They maybe heard the name, but they didn't know anything about him. Um, and like I say, it was only the true hockey nerds that said, wow, they got Matthew Phillips. I can't believe Cal- uh, Calgary gave him up. Well, as it turns out, those nerds knew what they were talking about as Matthew Phillips has killed it and has earned a spot on the big team. Not an easy thing to do. It was very competitive. Like I said on the show, it was going to be a battle like none other uh, this preseason, and it has been that and then some, but he can rest assured that he has a spot on the roster. It was announced at practice today. Uh, I feel very happy for him. A little bit of an undersized guy, but again, I don't care what size is. He can contribute. That is what is important. Uh, He found out at a practice, and when he was meeting with the press, he was overflowing with excitement and joy. He could hardly contain his smile. Why contain it? Let it all out. You deserve it. You played so well. He says, I'm really excited about it. It feels really good. It's something I was working on also summer and frankly kind of been working on my whole life it feels really good and he kind of talked about that one time is that he doesn't feel like the prototypical hockey player he goes I just go out there and play a game I like playing and turns out I'm pretty good at it Uh, puts himself in the right position Uh, like I said he was from the Flames organization he was drafted in the sixth round in 2016 and has been one of the AHL top players the past two seasons. So if there is something that we could learn as Capitals fans is not be focused exclusively on the NHL. Pay attention to what's going on in the AHL at large because those are going to be future players. Um, If you had known that, uh, if you did do that, you would have seen how great he played in the AHL, more specifically with the Calgary Wranglers. And one of the things that I think was beneficial was that he had that history with assistant. uh, Now, at the time, he was the assistant head coach of the team, Mitch Love, who is now an assistant for the Capitals. Uh, He put up big points. He put up 76 points, 36 goals, 40 assists 
in 66 games, 36 goals and 40 assists. That sounds pretty good. I I, I kind of look at myself and say, why wasn't I aware of him? Uh, you know, like I talked about, I heard Jeff Merrick talking about him like, wow, that was a steal for the Capitals. Uh, so that kind of made me aware of him. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of NHL experience. He only played a few games with the team, uh, with the Calgary Flames, that is. He says, I don't know about proving people wrong, Phillips said. There's always a lot of people that say that I've proved them right or I've proved them wrong. I'm just really excited to be here. And they gave me an opportunity and put a lot of trust in me. So just trying to do my best. And uh, it wasn't an easy thing. I mean, he had to beat out uh, Abe Kubel. He had to beat out Anthony Mantha. And he had to beat out Joe Snively. I kind of thought Joe Snively might crack the roster this year. Really did. Um, You know, he's a guy that has kind of always made the most of his opportunities, if you think about it historically. I know there was the one year where it seemed like his arrow was pointed to the ceiling, then he got injured. It kind of makes me wonder how he would have finished if he had been healthy the whole year. But talking about Matthew Phillips, uh, again, he wasn't just given the job like, uh, here you go, I hope you do well with it. No, he was given the job and he beat out other qualified candidates. He beat out Nicholas Abe-Cubell, one of the players that the Capitals were really high on, as we know, we picked him up mid-season last season from uh, the Maple Leafs and, you know, had kind of that snarl, that physical game, and then kind of was uh, started to score more goals. You know, when he first came to this team, I want to say it was the first or second game he got into a fight and got ejected. And I'm like, okay, you're pouring it on a little bit too heavy here. Uh, how about you throttle that back? That's what I was thinking to myself. And then he did do that. He kind of okay, that was a little bit too much. And then he he worried about what's important, uh, and that was scoring goals, and he did that. But he kind of was, he didn't really pop off the page in the preseason. I think ultimately that is why he's going to be playing down in Hershey. Do I think that Abe Kubel will be on the big team this year? Yes, I do. But before him is Matthew Phillips. That's his job. Uh, so unless Matthew Phillips totally falls flat on his face during the season. I think that he found a regular job on the big team after all this time uh, with the Capitals organization with a name that's familiar with him, Mitch Love, who is his coach in Calgary. Uh, So just some really great news for these guys uh, as they've earned it. And when you earn it, give yourself a pat on the back. Give the other person a pat on the back. They shouldn't have to pat themselves on the back. Uh, But uh, Carberry said because he had a phenomenal camp and he's resilient, he's hardworking, and he's a detailed player and has a pretty impressive skill set. Those are quite the accolades to get poured out by Spencer Carberry, who has seen a lot of young players, a lot of professional players, I mean, let's face it, he played with one heck of a group of players up in Toronto, if you think about it. Pretty much an all-star team on the ice on a night-in and night-out basis. Kind of some prima donnas up there and some... There's all kind of craziness going on up in Toronto, but he dealt with it all and some really great players. So it is interesting to think about uh, Matthew Phillips, a guy that kind of came out of obscurity and uh, came to this team and just really impressed. And again, I'm very happy for him. I do think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what this roster looks like game one. What is it going to look like? I have a pretty good idea what it's going to look like, but what will it be in actuality and how long uh, will that lineup stay intact before they have to start tinkering with it? Like, okay, this guy wasn't quite as good as we thought. We're going to have to give this guy a call up. Uh, The one thing that I am reassured with is that Spencer Carberry 
is one heck of a coach and he has this team dialed in and they all seem to be, you know, playing to his system and they're doing it uh, with joy. You know, there was a lot of kind of grumbling, like I've talked about on the show with Peter Lobulet, like, yeah, he's a great guy, whatever. Um, there's none of that. This is a young coach and it's a new team, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, obviously veteran laden, but an integration of youth for the, for the first time in quite some time. Uh, and for me, that is a positive thing. All right. I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of locked on capitals, your only daily year round podcast covering the Washington capitals. And I want to thank all of you. Uh, My loyal listeners and followers who have followed me all summer and into this season, you are what makes this podcast successful, and I have all of you to thank. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and are you a fan of other D.C. sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, and Wizards, not to mention Locked On NHL for all your NHL news, available wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.